Yeah, besides me loving the uh, music from World War II in the late mm. 40s and yep. then the 50s with Elvis coming on the scene. Yep. But again, my era is the 60s and 70s. And mm-hmm. It's such a pleasure uh, to be going out to Texas this morning. Yep. B.J. Thomas is joining us. Yeah, someone who needs no introduction, the great singer himself, B.J. Thomas. How are you doing this morning? Hey, Adam. I'm, I'm, I'm doing very well. Thank you. Well, Adam and Al, we have been talking about you, the two of us here, and having you come on the show and talking, reminiscing of, reminiscing of uh, your great uh, songs and career. Um, you know, you you were born in Oklahoma for a lot of our listeners, but you grew up in, in what, Houston? Yeah, we, uh, that's really where, where I'm from. I was de- delivered, of course, by my, by my grandmother, and she lived in Hugo, Oklahoma, so that's where... Uh, that's why my mom spent a little time until I, till I came, and uh, and I was back in Houston fairly quickly, and that's where I grew up. Houston was a great music city, and so it was a great place to, to, to do that. Yeah, they supposedly have a, a real baseball team there as well. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess they do. Yeah, yeah. I was a big Astros fan when I was a kid, uh, but I, you know, also when I was really young, I loved the Dodgers, and uh, so I was proud to see them get it done this year. No doubt. You know, I I grew up I grew up in a house where oldies from the '60s and '70s was. Uh, uh, a big part of my life, and um, I mean, a lot of your hits certainly I grew up with um, and enjoying. It's one of those types of, you know, genres, if you will. You hear it on the radio. It's just, you know, it's, you know, it brings back memories. It's just, it's good stuff. And uh, you've had a certainly a, well, a wonderful career. Hey, uh, well, I appreciate that. Well, this is kind of, this has kind of been uh, a pre-genre generation i mean mm-hmm. uh, you know we actually my band and my the way i approached music was kind of in a top 40 so that's the way we heard our music back then all the music was on one one station so uh you know i think that's why i've, I've always just done you know songs that move me emotionally and i think that that's why i've been involved in a few genres o- over the year but over the years but you know it was great growing up in that time and uh as your partner there said, uh, that's some of the best music of all time. BJ, uh, what comes to mind in terms of you growing up? Some of the uh, people that you looked up to and really uh, enjoyed, uh, you know, their music. Who were some of your favorites? Well, my dad was a big uh, country music fan, and uh, even as a kid, you know, seven, eight years old. I loved Hank Williams. I saw Hank Williams perform live when I was about eight. Then uh, back in those days, the Grand Ole Opry, they traveled mm-hmm. together. Um, uh, they toured together, and so I saw all those Opry stars. But uh, Hank kind of stood out, so I always loved Hank Williams. And uh, my dad always listened to the Grand Ole Opry on Saturday nights. Uh, and uh, so, I, you know, I was that's that's kind of my earliest earliest memories. My dad loved music. He loved to sing and have a good time. And, uh, of course, you, I heard you mention, mention Elvis, and then Elvis came along. 
I was a big uh, a big fan of of uh, Elvis Elvis's and uh, I, I guess my favorite music from back in that day that had the biggest influence on me was R and B music. I loved Bobby Bland, Jackie Wilson, and then, uh, James Brown, and these and these guys. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was quite a good uh, generation. Now, how did you get involved? Uh, I'm sure writing some music, obviously, and some songs and and singing. How did this all come about? <laughs> well, you know, they they tell me that I'm that I always sung a little bit, even when I was uh, like a, you know four or five years old. <laughs> so I always kind of would sing the music uh, uh, that I liked. But when I was 15, my brother had a group of uh, some friends of his that w- wanted to get a band together. Mm-hmm. And uh, he took me over to their practice, their rehearsal, whatever you call it in those days. And uh, they didn't have a singer. And uh, anyway, I sang a couple of songs with them. And I had no idea (laughs) what I was getting myself into. Uh, I mean, I liked to sing. And I sang a little bit in church and that that kind of thing. But I I never really had any, you know, any uh, idea about being in a band and getting up in front of a bunch of people and, and, and doing music, that probably was the last thing I was, I would have done. And uh, my, basically, my brother had to threaten me to get me to go with him. And I said, he said, "Come on, we're going somewhere." And I said, "Well, where are we going?" He said, "You're gonna, you're gonna sing with this band." And I said, "No, <laughs> no, I'm not." You know. And he said, "Yes, you are." And so we had a little problem, but uh, you know, eventually I got in the car and I went over and I sang with these guys and. Of course, the you know our performances were very small and just for a few people at a time when we first started. But that was, you know, basically the last thing I was going to do is get up in front of a bunch of people. <laughs> but I ended up doing it, and uh, hey, I, I'm still doing it. Speaking with the legendary singer and a hit maker, B.J. Thomas, he's uh, down in uh, Texas this morning, and it's a pleasure talking with you, B.J. Yeah, um, you Thank know. You. Thank you. BJ, I uh, by the way, a lot of people uh, may not uh, know this, but BJ stands for Billy Joe. I didn't uh, didn't Billy know Joe. that. Very nice. Well, you know, I was I was kind of equally Billy Joe and B when I played ba- played a lot of baseball, and then they usually call me uh, BJ because you know there's a lot of Billies in uh, down here in Texas. So. <laughs> Uh, I kind of went by BJ some of the time, uh-huh. and uh, right before I had my right before I had my first hit record, uh, Billy Joe Royal, who ended up being my best friend hmm. for years and years, had a had a hit on uh, a song called "Down in the Boondocks," and it kind of uh, made me. Damn. You know, I didn't. So I didn't. Uh, it was decided not to put Billy Joe Thomas on the on the record, and uh, so I had gone by BJ quite a bit. So we put BJ in. That worked out too. You know, um, let's talk a little bit about the anniversary that uh, coming up. Uh, Raindrops keep falling on my head. One of the most iconic songs of all time. Talk about that a little bit. Well, you know, I, I had been. I was recording in Memphis, Tennessee, at that time. Uh, I'd gone to Memphis in '67, and uh, you know, I was, I was doing quite well there. I was recording with Chips Moment and the American Studio Group at American Studio in Memphis, and, uh, you know, we were making hit records, and I just had, had hooked on a feeling, and uh, I had been with Scepter Records out of New York City for a few years, and uh, the owner of the, the label, Florence Greenberg, uh, came to me and said, DJ, would you and Gloria, uh, I had just gotten married, would you and Gloria move to 
New York City. And <laughs> she said, if you do, I think I can get you a, a song and a, and a, a session with Burt Bacharach and Hal David. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that sounded good to me, even though I loved I loved Memphis, and, and I still have some regrets about leaving, but uh, uh, I went we we moved up to New York City and uh, and uh, you know I started working with Mr. Backrag. Now we're not working with him, but we would meet up and go over material at his apartment there in Manhattan and uh, just trying to figure out something that would work and and uh, to planning on doing a session. And uh, you know it was kind of in the right place at the right time because that's when the bicycle scene. Uh, for Butch Cassidy came up, and of course, Mr. Bacharach was doing the score, and he had mm-hmm. uh, written the raindrops with uh, with Hal David, and uh, they were looking for a singer, and they they were looking around, and they the people they liked to record, they liked to record with people that were that were selling records. So I was lucky that I had just had hooked on a feeling, and they gave me the shot, and uh, and be beautiful. It's uh, very thankful for that. Well. By the way, um, um, the late Alan Thick, uh, you know, used to be a, I mean, one of our dearest friends, and played in our golf tournament out here for many, many years. And of course, a lot of people know him from his work in Growing Pains. And I know that you scored one of the big hits there from Growing Pains. As long as we got each other, and that's a song I grew up with, and a show that I grew up with. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, really, a big surprise. I had. Uh, you know, my phone rang one evening, and I answered the phone, and the uh, the guy was uh, Stephen Dorff. Yeah. And he said, you know, he said, I'm sorry, I hope you don't mind me calling you, but I got your number from a friend of mine. And uh, John Bettis and I are writing a, they were writing a theme song for a, uh, a pilot that was going to run in the next month or two. It was going to premiere. And, uh, you know, he said, we're writing this song, and it sounds so much like a, a B.J. Thomas song that that uh, we we'd love for you to do it, but if you if you don't if you don't want to do it, we have to change it because it just sounds just like you. <laughs> so we'd like to know if you if you do it, you know. So I said, yeah, I, I'd love to do it, and uh, I had I kind of heard of these guys, and they're great. Of course, both of them in in the Hall of Fame, Stephen Dorff and John Bettis. Yep. And uh, you know, we did the song not really expecting much. Um, it was kind of uh, Alan Thicke was kind of at a low point in his uh, in his career, and uh, the rest of the people were kind of unknown folks in the in the in the show. But uh, it uh, the song came off really well. Yep. And uh, the first one it premiered, uh, uh, it was the number one most viewed show in New York City. Sure. And, you know, yada yada. It, it went on to have a great uh, yeah, it was so successful. And uh, you know, just. Great. I love being involved with that show. You know, um, before we have to, I know you're busy, and I know we got to cut short here for the, a commercial break, but um, we could talk to you forever and ever. But also, I mean, you, you got your hands full from the music industry. I mean, certainly COVID has stopped uh, a little bit, everyone's lives a little bit from touring or doing anything like that in the music Absolutely. industry. But talk about your candle line. I, I just found out about this. Well, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed about that. You know, that's not a big, uh, big deal to me, but it's, it's, it's something that our, our PR and management team has come up with since we're in the pandemic. Uh-huh. We try, we're just trying to come up, come up with certain things that the fans might be, uh, might 
be interested in. Okay. It's not, uh, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not a big <laughs> candle maker, but, uh, you know, it's just something we provided, uh, uh, for our followers and, uh, okay. and our fans, something that they might enjoy. So, you know, that's kind of where that came from. <laughs> Lakewood candles. There you go. So, so lastly, BG, yeah. BG, yeah. lastly, besides uh, music, which has obviously uh, been the majority of your life, any other favorite uh, endeavors or hobbies? Well, you know, I, I love to play golf. I never oh. have been able to play very well, but I, but I'm, I love to play golf and, uh, you know, I, I collect golf clubs, and uh, I'm a huge fan of of a uh, huge fan of uh, of the PGA and, oh, wow. and the game of golf. I learned a lot about I learned a lot about myself playing golf, and uh, you know self control and and uh, character, and so I've, it's been a great game for me, and that's what I like to do if hey, I if I can. We're going to invite you out to our uh, first annual Celebrity Folds of Honor golf tournament in Dallas coming up next year. You're definitely on our list. Here. Hey man, I will be there, son. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, we, we've, uh, for the last 16 years, we've produced the folds of honor celebrity event in Los Angeles. And like Adam, uh, referred to Alan Thick used to play in it every yep, year. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm not that familiar with that tournament, but I've heard of it. And, uh, I'd love to be involved with it, man. Great. Well, we're going to stay in touch with you and all your folks uh, that uh, keep you uh, busy, as always. Appreciate all that you have done, and uh, we'll be in touch. Thanks again, BJ. Hey, thanks for supporting me, and uh, great talking to you. And to all my fans out there, thanks for keeping me around all this time, and uh, God bless you. Take care during this tough time. BJ Thomas, boy, was huge, huge gold, old no gold. You know, I could play Raindrops Keep Falling. I could play so many other big hits that he did. But this is the one that really hits home for me. Sorry, Pop, but I'm younger than you. I'm Here thinking, we go. I'm thinking of Robert Redford and Paul uh, Newman. <laughs>